Hello and welcome to the first episode of Keelhauled, the Sea of Thieves focused podcast. Uh, my name is Captain Logan. Uh, that's L-O-G-U-N because I got to be that guy. Uh, today we're going to talk about pretty much what's been going on with Sea of Thieves up until the end of February per se. Uh, we've we've had a couple betas. It's been in alpha for a long time, and we're steadily waiting for the release of Sea of Thieves coming March 20th. So it's a ways out. It's about a month now, and we're probably going to have some other stuff come out before then. So I just wanted to start this uh, podcast because I really wanted to keep in the spirit of Sea of Thieves. I had a really good time playing it, and I don't want it to end, but because I don't have a YouTube channel that I really focus on, and I can't play the actual beta, I got to do something else to keep me entertained. So for the time being, uh, I'm going to try and make this podcast. It's going to be a short one because I don't know how much content I can put out on a weekly basis alone. So for right now, I've got some notes that uh, we're going to kind of go through and just work our way, catching people up to what's going on with Sea of Thieves. So if you're listening to this and you, you kind of know what Sea of Thieves is, but you're not really sure about it, uh, the main thing with Sea of Thieves is that this is a rare made game. It's a Microsoft title. Um, it's going to be cross-play between Xbox and PC. Uh, it's, it's really seamless, actually. Um, one of the first things I noticed was that because you're playing with other people on other systems, the, the, the matchmaking is a lot quicker. And you can't really tell like who's on what, and it's a lot better for that. Uh, I, I would much rather not care about what people are on what systems and just be able to enjoy the game with them the way they want to. So uh, I'm personally playing on PC. Uh, I, I've got a gaming rig that I use for a lot of other games, um, but I've never owned an Xbox past the original one. So for my experience, I've been playing in 4K, uh, 30 frames a second without any problem on uh, mythical settings and it's it's a beautiful game I've been grabbing screenshots as much as I possibly can so uh, with that game you're basically a pirate you're going to be out on the sea uh, you can either do it alone you can do it up to four people uh, once you get past two people you get a bigger galleon ship where you can go from three to four people it's a lot of fun I think I have the most fun when I'm actually playing with two people, though, having a sloop, it's a lot quicker. It's a lot more manageable. Uh, for some reason, I just enjoy that more. When you get three or more people on a ship, you kind of have to feel like you're, you're leaving one person as a lookout on a big ship. You're a lot more noticeable. It's harder to hide behind certain islands. And most people generally think that you're going in it for the long haul and you want to have a lot of chests on board so you tend to get attacked in my experience a lot more in a galleon than just a, a sloop because you're you're not as maneuverable so with the release coming up uh, we we had a couple betas the first closed beta was at the end of january and uh, i got i got sucked into the game when that was released um, or when that opened up 
because of streamers and because streamers were uh, showing what the gameplay was like, I got got to kind of see it firsthand. Uh, I immediately got home that night, pre-ordered it, and jumped into the beta as much as I could. Um, probably spent about maybe 15 hours over the course of the, the beta, uh, at least since they had extended it to, to kind of play it, stream it. Met some really great folks there that I've since added to to my friends list to be able to play with them when when the actual game comes out. Uh, the beta test went so well; they got a lot of data. There was a lot of down server time because they didn't anticipate that kind of action. But they eventually just finished having a forty eight hour scaling test, and the scaling test was focused a lot on the loot box trading in system. So if you guys have played the beta, you'd know that when you were actually turning in a lot of those uh, gold hoarder chests, you ran into some problems. And a lot of those problems were based around the, uh, the, the registration, or not the registration, but the, the recognition or the recognizing of chests. So you would turn in a bunch of chests and it would kind of take a little time for them to kind of pop in for you to kind of realize like you know am i actually getting the reputation am i actually getting the gold and they wanted to focus on that because their original intent with that system was they imagined people would get one or two voyages they'd go out they would actually uh they would actually get some chests and then head back to the uh outpost and then with the outpost they would go ahead and turn in a couple chests grab a couple more voyages and then head back out. What they found out was is that people actually like getting a lot of voyages, going out for a long period of time, risking the chance of having their chests uh, stolen or, or losing their ship to another ship and trying to get as many chests as they possibly could. I think there was a, a challenge during the closed beta to get 100 chests or more. I know a lot of people ended up beating that. I know a lot of people got close and lost a lot of chests and stuff, but it was less painful because it was a, a closed beta and they knew it was all just kind of current, you know, what, what they were going to do to, uh, what they were going to do to, to have some fun in the game. A lot of people just went in just trying to actually, uh, kill other, other people. They went and hunted them down, uh, uh specifically without any care or remorse. And that was a lot of fun to get in some of those groups as well too. So with the scaling test done, hopefully we'll find out how well that data came across. Uh, I hope that they, they kind of uh, made that, that turn-in system a little more robust, have that function kind of work properly for launch. We'll kind of find out because we, we do still have, you know, we still have a full month before this game is released. There's some hints on whether or not we're going to get another closed beta or maybe even possibly an open beta. I would love for this game to get an open beta because since it's added to the Microsoft Game Pass for $10, uh, sometimes even cheaper, you can actually play this game in its full form on release day without having to de dedicate a full a full $60 to it in the US. I know it's more in Canada and I don't even know how much uh, other, other countries have to pay for that, so I feel bad for them. But um, with the release coming up, I really wanted to get more more from this, so I ended up actually going to the store. Uh, I went to the store right after the closed beta, the first closed beta at the end of January, and I went and I bought some stuff. Um, I'm hoping that it comes in soon, but if you guys haven't seen this, they've actually got quite a bit of loot on their store. Uh, they've got 
some shirts, they've got some posters, they've got some coins, art books. The the art books themselves uh, look great and supposedly have a lot of content in there from some of the people who were diehard fans from the get-go, some of the the alpha testers, you know, the people that were in the forums, they call them deckhands. They've, they've got their own title and they've put a lot of those deckhands into the game itself. So there's little Easter eggs here and there for the people that were, were for this game uh, all the way from, from the beginning of announcement to the current closed beta and scaling test and then on past the actual uh, the actual release date. So I went and I, I picked up a shirt and I picked up a poster um, and the poster is just the, the, the skull with the people kind of on shore looking at the, uh, the, the, the longboat and the, the galleon in the background. And I picked up the Reaper Mark shirt as well. Not the gold one, but the actual colored one. Uh, it's whoever designed it there. They just did an awesome job with it. So with the beta, we got a chance with the scaling test to check out a couple more things. We got to check out bounties. We got to check out uh, killing captains, uh, undead captains, and collecting their skulls. We couldn't turn them in for anything, which is kind of a bummer, but you know it was kind of pretty to have them all lined up in the ship. Uh, sometimes I would like to put them out on the the front of the the, the bow, uh, just to, to on the yard arm, just to be able to have that kind of beacon, like, hey, guess what I did? But we got a chance to actually check out custom pirates. Uh, we know that they've got an infinite pirate generator, and we know that they want to make sure that people have the ability to pick the pirate that best reflects them. Uh, and I, I like that. I have some issues, though, because right now, um, if you are set with a group of eight pirates and there's one in there that you really like, but you're not sure you know is there going to be something better you know if you if you click the button or if you hit the right button and you and you regenerate another eight pirates what if there's one that that you know the one that you had it was close it was pretty much perfect you just you're you're not sure if you want to get on that one though and you lose that well you're kind of stuck you don't really have an option there's not not a way to kind of save a pirate and use that as like one of your possible choices for pirates. So, and since it's an infinite pirate generator, the chances of you getting that perfect pirate that you just wanted to see, like maybe there was something else that kind of sparked your interest is completely gone. The chances of getting that one back are very slim. So you're kind of stuck in this, this what if scenario, you know, what's going to happen. You're not sure. So there's been some great people out there that have done some mock-ups. Uh, the crow's nest is, is the one that comes to mind. Uh, that gentleman went and did a really nice mock-up where you can actually pick up to, I think, five pirate templates and save those and then continue the uh, the pirate generator to see if maybe there's something in there that's even better than, than the one that you currently have saved. And if not, at least you saved the one that you did like. And that's kind of important, especially when you know you're going to be stuck with this this pirate for, for the, the term of the game. And that was kind of one of my other problems that I had with this is is that this is for this is for good it, you once you pick your pirate you're set in the game that's that's how you're going to look you can augment yourself with some hooks with some peg legs hair attire things like that but your body type is set 
And that's kind of a, a, a tough pill to swallow when you're when you're looking at a game that they say they would like to support for 10 years. It's going to be a games as a service. And as far as I understand it, there's only one other way that you can actually change your pirate. And that's if you go ahead and create an entire new account. And the problem I have with that is, is that I, I can't take any of the gold. I'm okay grinding out reputation. That's fine. Um, you know, there's there's going to be three trades that you can go with. You can go with the uh, the bounty hunters. You can go with the merchants, or you can go with the gold hoarders. But all in all, if you want to change your pirate type, you're probably going to have to make a brand new account, and that bugs me. I, I would like to have knowledge that the the pirate that I start out with at the beginning of the game, if I want to change the body type, is a possibility either through microtransactions or some other means. But if I can't change it and I have to create a brand new account, then I'm stuck because what if I've got a lot of gold and I want to take that gold to be able to buy customizations for that new account? Well, there's nothing I can do about it. I can't trade gold with anybody. I can't give it to a good friend and say, here, hold on to this while I make my other pirate. And when you get into the game, have them trade back that gold so that you can go through and actually rebuy a lot of the stuff that you had so i understand a lot of the reasons behind not wanting to have trading gold the problems come in when you look at other mmos where they've taken gold trading and turned it into a black market you can purchase gold online and have it delivered to you for real money and that that really hurts the economy for games and in a game where a lot of the economy is based around cosmetics it's not as detrimental as something where you can buy items that can increase your your ability to play the game better which kind of takes it from it kind of removes a lot of the pain of dealing with loot boxes you know loot boxes have been a really bad problem in a lot of games but there's got to be a way to support these games post-launch uh, $60 is nice but that'll cover the cost of development for the last three to five years that they've been working on this game they need to recoup that money and the only way they can do it is if they charge something and if you expect the game to continue past the first year or two you have to add something in there like microtransactions or a subscription and most people once you get past four or five subscriptions you start looking at your account and start wondering how many of those are still worth it so microtransactions are a great way for someone to actually buy something that is cosmetic that will be in game that you can enjoy while supporting the developer by other means uh, one of the nice things that rare has decided on is is that with their microtransactions they're going to offer set items for a set cost there's no loot boxes there's no gambling the the there's no risk in what you're buying what you buy is what you get all they ask is, is that you accept the fact that there are items that if you want them, you'll have to pay more money to get those. And I'm personally fine with that because I would much rather buy an item, know what it is, and spend that money knowing that I'm going to have it on my account as opposed to constantly shelling out cash for the chance of getting something. I'm getting something, but it's not the thing I want. And that's, that's the, the difference between gambling and uh, uh, risks. Uh, if I gamble, I lose out. I don't get anything. My money's gone. I don't have any kind of items or anything like that. But at least with a loot box, you're getting something, maybe just not the thing that you want. So 
with the microtransactions, I'm hoping that they do more than just pets. I hope that they give us the ability to adjust our body at, at the base level. You know, if I if I want to be a big hulking dude, I can be a big hulking dude. If I change my mind and I want to be a woman, I can be a woman. Uh, but at least give me that option at some point later in the game. So that gives us a little bit of... of an idea of what's going to happen in the, the end of the game because what is the end game with this well the end game has more to do with going back to that reputation i said that there's three reputations that you have to gain and once you gain a certain amount of faction rep with these the with the bounty hunters with the with the merchants with the gold hoarders you're going to eventually get to the point where you cap out on that and at that point it's it's kind of explained that there's going to be this pirate legend system and the pirate legend system is kind of the reward for people who have uh, put the time in to play the game all the time. Uh, you know, the people that put in all that time and eventually everyone's going to work their way up to a pirate legend system. So once you get to a pirate legend system, you're going to have a specific place. It's going to be a hideout. And we don't know where the hideout is. It's in the beta. No one's found it. And there's not a way to access it. So at the point when you get your pirate legend status, and they haven't really explained exactly how you get that, but from what we've kind of gathered from talks, from podcasts, from interviews, it's going to involve more than just reputation. You're going to have to go do some stuff, gather some things to be able to become a pirate legend. But once you do, that's when you're going to gain access to this pirate legend tavern or hideout. and the benefit of it is that with other MMOs, typically when you spend a lot of time in the game, you get a certain level and you get access to a certain level. But your buddies may not be in the game with you during that time. They may not be at the same level you are and they tend to get gated out of content because they either don't have the gear or the reputation. With the Pirate Legend system, this is great because you actually get to take your crew with you into the pirate legend tavern so they get a taste of what it's like to be a pirate legend and they can join you on those on those quests on those journeys and they can get the rewards from that and help kind of boost them up to becoming a pirate legend well what the point what's the point of a pirate legend system you ask well the point of the pirate system is to be able to have full customization over your ship once you become a pirate legend the the benefit of it is is you get better quests that are harder that are more interesting to do and more intricate but you also get to personalize your ship and personalizing your ship is one of those few things that i think a lot of people are drawn to everyone has kind of enjoyed some of the default pirate ships that we've seen so far some of the the ones where i personally had some where they have a couple clinking uh grog mugs uh, on the sails or i've had some that have like shark teeth on the on the bow and you know some of the the nice things that you can change about the color the the design the 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 designs on your sails uh you can actually name your ship and that ship is supposed to persist i'm not quite sure and i don't think i have seen anything that that says how do you go from a two-man sloop to a four-man galleon if you're a pirate legend are you stuck with just one ship once you've hit that pyro legend and you have to decide, you know, am I going to sail with random people and they can be on my, my giant ship, my, my flying duchess, uh, or am I going to pick a smaller sloop and just rely on the fact that I will always have 
one other person sailing with me as a pirate legend. So we haven't really figured out how pirate legend translates to ship customization and how that scales based on the number of people that you're with. So there's definitely a few answers that we're looking for. Hopefully that will get a little bit more light on coming up in this next month leading up to the release. I know a lot of people are looking forward to becoming pirate legend, myself included. So that's pretty much it. I can't really think of too much else that's going on right now. Uh, right now we're just kind of waiting for Rare to release more content. They have their monthly podcast hopefully for March before the launch. Uh, we know that there's going to be content three months after launch, probably around the time of E3. I'm hoping that E3 will actually get a little more information on what Rare plans to do with this game post year one. Uh, that we'll see kind of what's coming in 2019. We already know that with the game that's going to be launched uh, at launch, we're going to have um, skeleton forts that will be kind of raid tier content for pirates. You'll be able to go onto those islands. You'll be able to uh, help kind of work out killing all the skeletons, killing the the captains, the undead captains who have hordes. And there's going to be uh, loot. There's going to be a cave with a bunch of chests. And they've said that this these chests are going to be numerous and more than just what one crew can carry so you're going to have to work out who gets what are you going to split it evenly are you going to try and kill everyone are you going to try and take it all for yourself are you going to be the one that ends up getting killed and lose out on all the work that you just put in all the resources that you just used to try and get this this pirate fort under control we also know that there's going to be a kraken this has been heavily hinted they finally confirmed it uh the scaling test didn't really add much to to what we're going to see with the Kraken, but we know at launch the Kraken's going to be available, and it's going to work a lot like storms. The storms kind of move across the, the map in their own fashion, and we know that to be in one is kind of rough. We know that the Kraken is going to be just like that. It's going to be a really, really big event uh, when when it does happen, something that you'll be able to see off in the distance. You should be able to see the tentacles when it's actually engaged. It should have like an inky, inky type of blotting on the sea itself when it's close, and it can sink ships. It can sink ships, it can sink, uh, it can drown pirates. It's going to be a lot of tentacles. I think they said up to about eight tentacles are going to be present during that fight. And, you know, if you slash at a tentacle, it's going to bleed and that, that blood's going to get on your face and kind of obscure your vision the way if you have like someone that throws up on you or throws a bucket of a throw up on you, which uh, that's a whole nother, whole nother thing that I didn't anticipate with this game. But with the Kraken, it might take multiple ships to take down. And we're not quite sure what the reward of that is. We're not sure, are we going to get items that lead us to treasure are we going to get uh something from like the merchants that that you know they're like oh well, cracking you know cracking blood or or something that's going on with that to, to give us a reward for spending all that time actually trying to kill these these beasts uh, but we do know that these beasts are big we know that they're going to be very dangerous and we know that it's going to be really hard for just one ship to be able to take on some of these so uh, with the beta tests that we've been in so far, we've only really had to deal with a couple or, uh, undead skeletons with uh, blunderbusses, uh, manning cannons on islands, 
and really just sharks. Uh, sharks have been scaled up in the original closed beta. They, they felt like they were scaled down in the scaling beta. Uh, I'm hoping that we get another one that's kind of in between because having those sharks was always a, a constant threat. And I really did enjoy that, especially when you come to sunken treasure, when you come to barrels in the water, random encounters like that on the open seas when it would seem safe just to be out there getting a, uh, exploring a, a sunken ship but knowing that there's going to be sharks there and then of course the potential of another ship coming on you while you're while you're down in the water trying to find out if there's a, a sunken or captain's chest down in there so there's a lot to look forward to uh, i've been having a blast keeping up with other people and their content for this this game everyone I, i've talked to has, has said that they're really excited for it i've only had a few people say that they're on the fence but they'll probably try it out when it comes out since it's already going to be part of the xbox pass uh, i actually ended up joining a crew uh called the iron fleet on discord they're in some of the server or uh, some of the forums on sea of thieves actual forums uh they're they're a really nice group of people they've got a really robust um, discord group so I, I definitely recommend going there and talking with them a lot of people are just really passionate about this uh, there's the the crow's nest that I've been watching on YouTube. That guy's he's got some great content that he's putting out videos with uh, footage from from the actual betas. Uh, I tried recording some of the stuff from the beta. I had a hard time getting it at a good resolution uh, at a at a high enough fidelity with not as much actual um, not as much kind of stuttering. So I didn't get a whole lot of video that I was happy with. So I probably won't be posting this up on YouTube with any actual video. Sorry, that was my cat sneezing. Uh, but hopefully in the coming month, uh, if we do get another beta, I'm going to do some more testing on getting some actual footage for the, for the actual YouTube videos. And I don't know, just have some fun. So if you're looking to comment uh, on this, um, feel free to hit me up. Um, my email address is C-A-P-T-L-O-G-U-N at gmail.com. That's CapLogan. You can also find me on Twitter at Capt, C-A-P-T underscore L-O-G-U-N. I try and do CapLogan on pretty much anything on Xbox. Uh, I had to go with Captain Logan, all one, all one thing, no spaces, just all spelt out. Uh, I'm also on Twitch. I stream a lot of different stuff uh, between Nintendo blizzard games when sea of thieves is up uh, i'm streaming that on a constant basis so you can find me over at twitch at twitch.tv forward slash c-a-p-t underscore l-o-g-u-n that's capped logan again so thanks for listening to this this is the first episode i'm going to try and make this a regular thing because i can't think of a better game to talk about than sea of thieves especially with something that's going to be a game as a service uh, I really love these uh, when when companies get to focus in on a game and really kind of refine some of the different things that are going on with it and make sure that, you know, there's there's player feedback and new ideas coming from inside and out, outside of the actual game. So thanks for listening. Everyone in, in the Twitch channel right now, thanks for helping me. Thanks for sticking around for this. I can't believe I actually managed to talk for a full 30 minutes uh, about this so hopefully this can be a reoccurring thing um, and i'll see if i can get this uploaded so that uh that, that anyone who wants to share it can share it um if not it's just an experiment so here's to the keel hauled podcast the sea of thieves 
source of news for your uh, for your enjoyment. And I look forward to sailing with you 